Hey guys, Daniel Burnett with trainlikearanger.com. I'm very excited to have Angel back on the podcast. How you doing, brother? How's it going, man? It's good. It's good. So uh, we were just talking about so our internet's uh, acting up a little bit, but I, we're going to roll with it and, uh, and and do our best here. But dude, I'm very, I appreciate you taking the time. You're a very busy man. Uh, to tell you guys about Angel, most of you guys probably know already, but Angel is an Army Ranger veteran, uh, father, firearms instructor, martial artist, entrepreneur, aspiring dietitian. Uh, you got a full resume and and you're grinding every day. So, man, it's a, it's an honor to have you on. And I kind of wanted to follow up and see how everything's going with you. Dude, um, last time we talked, um, you know, I, I was still doing the registered dietitian thing and I'm still doing it. I'm in my last semester. It is it is a packed semester. It is uh, a stressful semester, but um, we're making it we're making it happen. The, the classes themselves are not that difficult, but for me, uh, I learn better when I'm at school, when I'm surrounded by my peers, when I'm feeding off their energy um, and off my professors as well, you know, um, so I miss it. I, I definitely hate Zoom uh, lectures and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, the business is, it's booming. It, uh, I mean, it, it, it's booming. It's to the, um, but also, you know, I'm allowed to do more, but, but what has really been also contributing to my company be able to do a lot more is um, a friend, uh, Michael Dowd. He's a he's a SEAL, uh, former Navy SEAL. He started a, a you know civilian readiness company called Defense Strategies Group, and he took me in. And he's been giving me a lot of work, and 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 he's been he's paying me really well. So there's a bunch of work in that in that area, um, and I'm I'm working about every weekend with him. Uh, you know, I do lose the weekends, but I mean whatever. Uh, you know, make money, and you know, my wife. Actually, today she was like, you know, OG Pumpkin is basically a nonprofit at this point because they're spending all of the profits. And and I was just like, well, you know, I mean, Mike's been giving me work, so you know, why not? I'm I'm making more money, so so I can do more. Uh, our first event of the year was at the time it was the biggest event that I that I ever had. We had over over fifty people uh, join, um, you know, go shoot with us all day. We bought two cars. We had two bays because they, everybody didn't fit in one bay. Uh, I had the top guy come out, uh, and I wanted everybody to leave with with something they can they can hold, you know, instead of just just a picture or something like that. So I bought everybody uh, Nalgene bottles from REI. Uh, I ordered a bunch of stickers, put them in there, um, and then I got a bunch of CBD from Uncana that because I love their CBD. Uh, bought a bunch of gummies, put it in there, gave it all out. Um, had camera crews and stuff like that, and the range of individuals that were there, it was from UFC fighters to active duty and, and you know, former active duty uh, special operations guys to, to dudes who came from Pendleton um, to, you know, just regular civilians. And, and, and it's really growing and it's, it's a blessing, man. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I don't know how else to put it. And then I also got to do uh, a good drive which was, I've been doing them, but this one was my biggest one. I, I went to Northgate, I took my kids. I bought, uh, if I remember, it was like a thousand or maybe over a thousand dollars worth of food and took it to, you know, food banks that when I was a kid, uh, you know, th those were the type of places that I would have to go to when my mom wake up super early, get in line to see, you know, what, what we got. So uh, I, I took my kids, tried to explain to them. I, I know it's hard for them to understand because they're really uh, small, but I was telling them, you know, like, this is how I got a lot of my stuff growing up. You know, you, you, 
you see us that we go out and, and we have this and we have that, but I mean, that's not what it was like for us at all. And you need to be grateful and you need to help because you can. Um, I feel like it's our duty if, you, if, you're, if you're able to help, not necessarily just with money, but also with time, you know, maybe just volunteer or something like that. Um, and all this was within the first, I don't know, 50 days of the year. So that was, it was amazing. It was perfect. And, and then something happened that I didn't, I didn't see coming, um, you know, uh, and, and it all kind of like backtracked to uh, when Rod was killed, um, you know, and then Hero Games threw a charity event. And then when I was a charity event, the, uh, you know, the owner of the Hero Games, which who is now my friend was like, hey, man, aren't you from Southern California? I was like, yeah. And he's like, hey, this company, Thrash and Ray, this from California, too. Um, so I was like, okay, I was like, dude, I'll, I'll hit him up. So I came back uh, to California and I told him like, Hey, I appreciate you uh, sponsoring this event. Uh, it meant a lot. Um, I know it meant a lot to the family and, you know, let's link up. And he said, Hey man, I'm, I'm doing a toy drive at a local skate park. Come out. So I drove about like an hour and a half down to Oceanside, bought, bought some toys. And I mean, Benji, the owner from Thrash and Ray, like he rolled up in a car filled with toys like the good stuff and skateboards and skate shoes and, and all the stuff that i saw people just piling on and he had his kids there so it seeing how in he interacted with his kids for sure sealed the deal that i was like i like this guy like he he's genuine and he's got a good heart and, and and he's good with his kids so then we threw i said let's make an event happen so long story short the skate contest happened and i didn't know if one person was going to show up or what, but we had, we had over 65 people show up and amazing. Uh, I don't know the number, dude, I don't even know the number, but I told my dad, cause my dad is my taco guy, you know? So I was like, Hey, bring food for 65 people and all the food went gone. All the food is gone. So like for sure it was over 65 people. Uh, we had uh, people from gorilla group show up, uh, you know, live fast. Um, you know, I mean, we had all these, it just happened to be all these, companies you know from from the community were around that they 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 came by and they all like showed up and we we had local skaters skate for cash money prizes and then we also had some disabled skaters which which right that right there like made the whole event i mean we had a blind skater drop down on the mini ramp multiple times um and it was just it was a beautiful thing to to see man i mean you know like him being blind and, and still skating and some of the tricks that he can do i can't even do you know i i can see <laughs> yeah um and so dude that's, that's all that's all i've been doing like the work picked up from 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 you know being an instructor because for the longest time i would rarely shoot you know i, I didn't think there was a gun community in california i was completely wrong there is a gun community there's so many of us um, so when Mike gave me work, it, it, it brought me back into that environment that I miss so much that I tell Mike, you know, like, I appreciate it. Uh, I can't believe I'm getting paid, um, because I'm basically hanging out with friends. They're my friends now. So I'm hanging out with friends and we're shooting and I get paid. Yeah. So, so that's, that's been helped so much, so, so much helpful because school's about to end. Um, the, the internship I want to apply is the VA internship but it's in spring. So that means I have about seven, nine months of no work as in like, so, you know, for people who don't know is, is while using your GI bill, you get paid. 
well, school's over. So I got to figure something out, you know, and I was scared in the beginning of the year, but now that I'm, I'm working with Mike, you know, I mean, that, that took off away so much stress. And then now at this point, the only stress I have is school. So, I mean, compared to a lot of people's situations, I have it easy, you know, I mean, that's, all, that, that's all I'm really stressing about nowadays. Um, and, you know, grinding like always, man. I mean, you know, shit needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. You're a grinder. I, I, I love seeing you guys succeed and, and, and you're a good dude. You do a lot of good things, by the way. Uh, I got one of your OG pumpkin rash guards. Amazing. Like great material. Uh, do you, do you design all those yourself? Actually? No. Um, I, uh, people would tell me, Hey, uh, you need a rash guards. You need a rash guards. And I was just like, first of all, like I do, I, I'm rolling now. I'm, I'm about to compete my second. It was going to be my first jiu-jitsu tournament. Uh, but before that, I've only competed in kickboxing and Muay Thai. So I was just like in my head, I'm not a jujitsu guy. I can't call myself a jujitsu guy. Um, people are asking me for rash guards, but I dove into jujitsu and, and I was like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's make rash guards. But I didn't know where to start. So it just happened by chance. I ran into uh, on Instagram, the guy who makes the rash guards for 10 planet for 10 planet jujitsu, you know? So I, I was like, it's worth a shot I'll, I'll shoot him a message see what he, he the worst he can say is like no um he gave me a call I, I told him who I was I gave him you know a quick little you know a little pitch of, of, of who, what I'm doing and stuff like that and he's like yeah I'll help you so all he asked was for what designs and then he put it together oh wow so when he yeah so when he just showed me this and he's like this is like a rough sketch and I'm like bro this is amazing yeah <laughs> you know yeah so and and I, I like to give the artists uh, a free, you know, um, I, don't, I don't like to, like, tell them what to do. The artist is the artist. I'm not the subject matter expert. They are. So I just tell him, like, hey, these are the designs. Do what you want with it. So, like, the only thing I've ever done was just forward email designs that we already have. He's the one who's like, boom, this is what you get. And I'm just like, yes, this is amazing. <laughs> It is. It's 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 my favorite rash card, dude. I, I wash it like uh, I wear it almost every nogi class uh, all the time, dude. So it's great. It fits great. Uh, great material. So uh, that guy, I need to link up with that guy because because uh, that's a great rash card, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've sent at least by this point five people to him. I'm not sure how many of them actually like you know went through the whole process, but he's a he's a nice guy. Um, and and i love the materials and it's, that rash guard the, the one you got i mean it, it's it's the number one seller yeah. i mean i've had i've had to re-up on, on those rash guards and each time order more like the first time i think i ordered only 20 and then the second time 40 and then i was like okay give me 60 and then this other one i was like okay give me 150 <laughs> because it, they just go you know yeah and uh, and then i and then i just put another 150 order uh, but this time for short sleeves, you know, it's, it's getting a little hotter. And I think people are going to want the short sleeves a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and plus pe people have been asking them, they're like, hey, man, can, can you get this in a short sleeve? And I was like, all right, so let's do this. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where it's, everything's at right now. Yeah, I'm probably going to buy buy another one from you, one of those short sleeves. Uh, yeah, it looks great, man. I got one of your T-shirts as well. T-shirts have great material. Uh, all your all your products look really good. Thank you, man. Um, I mean, I, I try my hardest to... It's and it's hard because first of all, I didn't know shit about this business. So trying to hard trying to find the balance of like um, you know, making an affordable product on both sides, like hey, I don't have to spend so much, they don't have to spend so much. Cause I people have 
have told me like, oh, go go with this shirt material. It's cheaper. I'm like, yeah, but it sucks. Yeah. And then other people are like, yo, go with this shirt material. And I'm like, dude, but the shirt would then have to be like 35, 40 bucks. And I'm just, I just don't want people paying that. You know, maybe, maybe later on I'll offer that as well. And if you want that material, then go for it. But I, I try to keep it, you know, quality control as much as I can. The shop is Texas, but you know, a prime example is uh, one of the rash guards. Um, the one that I call the uh, worldwide, the one that half of it is the globe and the other half is a skull. Those I printed well, like 100, 150, and they didn't come out as clear. And that was my mistake because I sent not the top quality file. So then, uh, you know, I, ha I had to I had to bite the bullet on that one and be like, okay, um, I took it to that cut. Like, all right, no, 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 let's reprint it. And luckily for me, the, the guy was so nice. And he's like, no, uh, he felt like it was his fault. Um, but that's just to show you how, you know, I thought it was my fault. I sent the wrong file. He was like, I should have double checked. We'll, we'll print them on the, on the house. Don't worry. And I mean, I don't know of any other business that would, that would do that because that was a couple thousand. Yeah. Um, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. The, the merch is tough. And well, I've been taking notes I'll from try. you because you do, yeah, you do real good with it. And, and uh, that's something uh, I'm fine tuning as well. So I try to take notes from guys like you. I've actually reached out to you and like, how, how are you doing this? How are you doing that? And so you, man, you've been great the entire time. You, you, and 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 a few others uh, really appreciate you guys uh, kind of plugging in with me. You know, you 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 just seem like the type of guy to really help help everybody. You know, the way that you can. So that's, well, that's you know, great, I mean, it, I mean, and it goes back to what I've been saying. It goes back to people teaching me the right way and. And, and, and leading by example that I just, I just took it from them and then made it, you know, my own, you know, in character. I, I used to not be like that. And, and it was from great people in the military that I've met that I just look at mirror and basically copy, you know, I'm like, Hey, that guy's a, that's a good guy. You know, I, I want to be the guy. So let me, let me follow this guy, not the shithead or, you know, right. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I feel that way too. And, uh, and so dude, uh, you covered where you're at in your path to be a, a dietitian. And, and I kind of wanted to pick your brain because like you were saying earlier, you've competed in, in kickboxing and, and Muay Thai. Um, I've seen you hitting the pads and stuff like that. Like the videos you share, like, like uh, you look great, dude. You look absolutely great. And I kind of wanted to pick your brain on like how you prepare for stuff like that and where your knowledge from, uh, from like your, your dietary knowledge, how it kind of plugs into that and how you prepare to get ready for like a competition. So I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, different concepts of diet, with you. Uh, I got a few bullet points here, but I kind of, I kind of jumped ahead. So I'll trace back, but you know, when it comes to like diet advice for, for getting ready for a competition, what kind of pointers would you give people like getting ready to prep for a competition for a fight? Um, it's first of all, very simple pointers, but they're simple, but they're very hard to reach sometimes. And one is hydration. Um, you know, it's been proven that a slight hydration decreases your performance, you know, five to 10% and five to 10% may oh, not wow. sound like a lot, but that might be the difference between when you're losing or yeah. when you're training, you know, maybe getting injured or, or you know, the, the, the chance of getting injured and hydration. I mean, it's hard if you're, you, you work out real hard in the morning and, you know, you sweat a lot and next thing you know, in the afternoon or in the night, you're getting another workout and then you're going to wake up the next day and get another workout. And next thing you know, you're, you're, you're behind, you know, you go take a piss and it's darker than when you started it off with, you know, the other day. Um, and then you're relining your body, you know, you're, you're trying to max 
needs to work out so so you're ready for the day of the competition if you're going to keep redlining your body you need to give it its vitamins and minerals i know people think too much of protein and carbs protein carbs protein carbs well your body has a bunch of chemical reactions happening inside that require these vitamins and minerals so you need to focus on that more and that and where do you get those well fruits and vegetables and, and how much it's not one apple a week and you you know you, you say you're done no it's one or two fruits i mean servings a day preferably two and you know uh mix it mix and match you know here and there you know don't just stick to i only do bananas no i mean there's bananas are good but you got to get some raspberries some strawberries you know you got to mix it up and same with vegetables you can't just lettuce and be like hey that's green right no i mean you gotta get you got you gotta mix it up and some i'm not gonna lie some of the things i eat especially vegetables don't taste that well um unless you cook them but the way i see it is that's fuel you know i'm, I'm trying to win i want to win so i'm gonna do everything possible if you're gonna kill a workout why not you know kill your your meals as well you know um and it's hard because during training when you're trying to get ready for a competition you got to cut back on the drinking, you got to cut back on the pizza, you got to cut back on, on the chips, ice cream or whatever it is, you, uh, you know, so those three things, I would say hydration, vitamins and minerals, and, you know, fighting that inner battle of like, fuck, man, I really want that burger, or I really want that pizza, or I really want those drinks, or that cake, or those cookies, and next thing you know, you're like, I'm only going to get two cookies, and you know, the box is gone. Yeah, you know, you know, but you worked hard. You worked so hard yesterday and the day before that you're basically almost like evened it out, and it went, and your hard work went for nothing. You know, right? Yeah, I heard somebody say one time, "A moment on the lips and a lifetime on the hips." He's talking about like eating like you know cookies and stuff. Like it's good for a second, and then your body's got to deal with that. But I feel <laughs> you, man. I love food, and so that's the hardest thing for me is like diet. Sometimes, like I can tell if I eat something kind of greasy or or not good for me. I feel like I'm pumping mayonnaise through my veins. You know what I mean? Like, uh, no, so yes. I, I agree, man, that the minute I eat something, I can just feel it. I'm just so in tune with my body that I'm like, why did I do that? I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm starting to feel like shit already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have any like advice for, for cravings? Like, do you have any methods for, say you're like, got a sugar craving or something? So, uh, for most people, they can go cold turkey. So don't go cold turkey because as in don't cut it. Be like today's Monday, no more of this, no more of that. You're gonna fail. You might you might uh, succeed one or two days, and then you're just gonna binge eat. That it happens a lot. I would say cut it little by little. For me, it's chips. So I use the example instead of eating the whole bag of chips, I'm just gonna eat half, and then and then you know maybe I'll just eat half of half, and then afterwards I'll be like uh, I'm to the point where like hey, man, I don't even need this. You know, I'm, I feel good. I'm training well. Why am I? Why am I even going to touch it? Um, and then if you're if you're full, you you typically don't reach for snacks. It's when you're when you're not eating so much and you're training so hard that when you see that bag of cookies or chips, you're like, I'm eating it. You know. So uh, I use big salads um, and go to this one place. It's called Jans. Uh, they have these huge salads. I go there where I just tell my wife to to hey please serve me more veggies than not. Because when you're super full and you see that bag, for me, if I, when I see that bag of chips, I'm like, you know what? I'm full at this point. I'm just being a fat ass. And I think about it for like 30 seconds and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to eat it. Yeah. 
I like that you said that because I, I found that in my own personal journey, like I, I eat a lot of salads and stuff, um, just like helps me feel full, but I, I don't enjoy it in the, in the moment, like eating that stuff. I'm like, I, no flavor, but if I eat enough of it, it fills me up. So that's kind of interesting to hear you, you said the same thing. Well, because what it is, what what's in the salads is yes, you're eating more, but it's the fiber that's in there that that's helping you um, feel full. Um, so then, you know, that fiber, you got to get that fiber in there. Yeah. I've heard people say, you know, with fruits, uh, fruits have a lot of fiber too. And they're talking about the sugar content in fruits. I'm like, yeah, but that's good sugar. And and there's a lot of, it's packed with fiber and, and vitamins and stuff. So um, I really, I mean, what's your opinion on like excess fruits? Do you think there's a such thing as excess fruits? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's everything that's, that's, you know, I don't like to say good or bad, but nutrient dense. So like good food, if you eat so much of it, that it turns bad. I mean, you know, because at the end of the day, to to simplify it, but it's more complicated to simplify it, it's calories in, calories out. So you're eating, you know, let's say 3,000 calories of, of, of fruits from smoothies or whatever. I mean, it's still too many calories. You're, you're consuming too many calories. Um, but if you're going to eat fruit, like you know two servings a day don't even worry about the sugar content and then first of all like if you look it up and then you'll be like how many calories in a banana you'll be like oh that's not bad and then google how many calories in in a snickers and you'll be like oh shit okay you know yeah so when you start learning how to read that stuff it's kind of absurd how much like crap they put in things like snickers cokes uh whenever you know like what the needs are and then you can read that stuff like uh, it's pretty excessive what they put in some of that stuff. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. And um, at this point, the only time I ever eat that stuff is that if I'm doing something like, like super crazy. Like, let's say, um, you know, we're, I'm climbing a mountain. You know, then then maybe I'll, I'll I'll eat all that stuff, no problem. But like on a regular basis, I, I if I ever eat any anywhere out, I'm like, yo, I basically ate my day's worth of calories already. You know, and it's only yeah. it's only lunch. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, but that's why America has a problem of of overweight and obesity because the stuff is just so calorie dense but not nutrient dense, and it's it doesn't fill you up. So then, therefore, you eat more. Um, and then, with some people, it becomes this almost sugar addiction thing going on. You know, um, for my nutrition class, a community class, mostly my nutrition counseling, we we went into uh, the science studying of, of, of obesity and what's happening with inside the body and, and, and stuff like that. And it's a lot complicated. It's more complicated than, Oh, this person's lazy, you know, I'm, you know, or, or, or it's just willpower or whatever. Um, I do believe in, in, in accountability, but at the same time, when you lose weight, uh, your body doesn't understand what's happening. And it just wants to regain that. And sometimes you regain more. Um, and then some people are addicted to sugar. I'm not. So I don't know that feeling. You know, I'm not, I've never had a sweet tooth. But when it comes to like chips, something salty. Um, yeah, for sure. I do have, you know, so it's long story short, man. It's very complicated. So. Yeah. Varies. kind of varies by the individual. Uh, yeah. Is, is what I've noticed. So um, what, do you, what do you think, uh, you know, you kind of touched on the biggest problems with, uh, with American diet, like you touched with some issues, what do you think is the, is some of the biggest problems that the American diet has? 
Well, the well, we call it the SAD diet, which is the standard American diet. So that's what it's, it's SAD. So what it is, it's <laughs> it's uh, a lot of processed food, a lot of sugary drinks, whether that be from the uh, Starbucks coffee drinks. And I'm not talking about just the black coffee. I'm talking about the super sugary drinks, the Gatorades, the sodas, the juices. And for juice, unless you squeezed it yourself, it's not 100% juice. Even if it says 100% juice on it, the companies have figured out a way to manipulate it to where uh, they only have to meet a certain standard of it being, you know, 100% juice, and then they can call it 100% juice. Sounds fucked up, but that's what it is. Um, yeah. And and not enough exercise. You know, um, people are consuming too many calories. They're underestimating how many calories they consume and they're overestimating how many calories they burn in a workout. You know, I've heard people be like, well, I'm going to eat this or that and I'll walk it off, you know, like a 20 minute walk. It's not that easy. Okay. Like you don't burn that many calories in a 20 minute walk. You would have to, you know, run for like 40 minutes to kill them that much, you know? Yeah. Um, I agree with that. And, and what about alcohol? Cause I, you know, I can speak for me personally. I'm not a big drinker anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to like most people, like most adults, when it comes to having fun, there's always alcohol involved. And that's, so that's a hard one. Like that's everywhere. It seems like alcohol is everywhere. That's a hard one to cut. What's your opinions on alcohol? Well, you're supposed to have no more than two a day for men and one for women, but that's never really the case. Um, and then I think it's slowly happening, but I think it's becoming more acceptable to say, Hey man, I'm just not drinking. We're going to have fun, but I'm not drinking, you know, at the, um, at the skate contest, one of the things I really admired about Benji was that, uh, people were like, Hey man, cause I had a keg there. I also had the UFC fights playing, um, people, Hey man, you want a beer, this and that. And he was like, no, I'm, you know, I don't drink. I mean, he's like, you know, I'm having fun, but you know, no, thank you. And, and I really like that. Um, I usually just drink if friends are around, I'm not a big drinker, but if you're trying to do something for performance, just know that the the alcohol is is uh is taking you a little step back, you know. And yeah. if you hear of of these freak athletes like, oh, I drink about this or that, and I'm still do. Um, unfortunately, you know, we're not created equal. You know, some some people are like that. They are you know freak of nature, as in like they can have drinks day in and day out, and they're still gonna run faster than us, and they're still they're gonna you know bench press more than us and jump higher. That's just they're lucky in that, you know, aspect of, 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 you know, their uh, genetic makeup and stuff like that. Yeah. I've noticed some people are like super efficient. I, I I'm not like that. And I know if I drink and I go try to work out, I'm going to feel every bit of that personally. Uh, yep. I knew a guy, uh, I knew a guy, he was in first bat, um, who, who would drink like a 30 pack and then go work out. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that guy did it, but <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it was no, like his yeah, pre-workout. I- yeah, I, I would know some dudes that would to their their drink was was Jameson or some oh, Jack yeah. Daniels and, and they would take shots, bullshit, you know, about work and this and that. And next you know, they're like, All right, man, that, let's go work out. I'm like, What the fuck? I thought we were drinking, dude, and you want to go work out and they would go and kill it. And I was like, I guess that works for you, dude, but I I can't do that, man. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. Um man, so like like when it comes to like military. So like a big function of my business has, has become military prep. So like, what kind of advice would you give for those guys? Cause so, sometimes like they don't get to choose their diet, but like when they do, what's kind of some things they should look for. So 
my, the first thing is like, let's say, uh, not talking about field exercises, but more of your, uh, you're going to go eat, you know, during lunch, like, where are you going to go? If time is limited, I would say, if you don't know how to cook, your health is worth it, in my opinion. And if you can, you know, go, go check out one of those meal prep companies. Um, you know, if you don't, I remember me being uh, in the barracks, I easily could have just purchased meal prep company meals instead of going to go into going to Burger King or, or Pizza Hut or Little Caesars again. You have that option. And then if you have a little bit more time where you know you can drive, you know, what is the difference between walking into a McDonald's and then walking into like a healthy store and getting one of their pre preset meals? You know, you we have this thing where like, oh, I have to go buy something real quick. So it so my only option must be a fast food drive through You could just go to Sprouts or Trader Joe's, walk in, or Mother's, or any of those other health uh, grocery stores, and they have meals already ready to go, healthy, you know? Yeah. So you can walk in there and not do that. Anytime, as a matter of fact, I'm going to take a road trip right now. I'll go see my buddy in Arizona. His uh, daughter was born. We're finally going to get to meet her. Oh, that's great. And I know, yeah, I'm super excited for him. Um, and anytime I can, instead of going to a drive-thru, I'm going to go, you know, to a grocery store and get one of those preset meals. You could also just, if you know how to cook and you have the time, meal prep. And, and, and sometimes meal prep, I'm not saying you have to make all meals all Sunday. You could just prep the ingredient and cook the morning of or the day of. That's some ways. And then as for field exercises, that where you really don't have the opportunity to go to a grocery store or, or, or um, bring your meal prep meals because, you know, you don't have a microwave in the field or something like that. There are companies coming out here and there that are, you know, better than nothing. Um, you know, I like organ shakes, organ or protein shakes and they have vitamins and minerals in it instead of just protein. So those are good for you. Um, you could depending on how many days, you know, get it, bring a small cooler or like a, like a lunchbox and have some meals in there. And then, you know, that might take you at least the first two days, which is better than nothing. Um, it's tough. I, I, I got to say, man, I, I, you know, let's say you're going to NTC for like when you're there for like three weeks or something like that. I mean, at that point, I mean, you're, it, it's tough, man. It, I'm not going to lie. And I haven't, I haven't figured out something like that. Maybe a company will come out maybe my own house might be better than some of the meals they give us, you know? Um, All right. Cause I remember during MLAT for snacks, it'd be like cookies and chips and, and stuff like that. And I'm like, yo, we're special operations. Can we get fucking nutrient dense food? Like why does it have to be Oreos and Lay's and cupcakes, man? Like we should be fed, you know, properly. You give us multi-million dollar equipment. You, we use millions of dollars in training annually. Why can't we just kick some of that money into maybe a, a catering company that cooks legit, healthy, and delicious meal. Uh, yeah. You know, healthy doesn't have to mean bland. It, it, you just know. You just need to know how to cook. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I also remember that, like, uh, when we get breakfast, uh, those eggs would look like plastic. Like, uh, I don't know, some some of that defect, uh, those defect eggs. You remember that? Like, they would be yeah. like, and like a block of food, and some some would be like. I don't know, solid, it would be like plastic uh, and it'd be like green. And I'm like, this, this doesn't look like eggs, dude. Like, what is this? It's like it, all it chemical doesn't, stuff. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> look healthy at all. And no. the fact, the fact that you have to 
chop squares in the egg <laughs> to serve me that's that's a no-go man that is a yeah. no-go oh, yeah fuck. I, I still to this day don't want to I don't, I don't even know if i want to know what it was but uh, yeah no i hear you that would be a good that would be a good move um because i i think i think diet's kind of underrated by a lot of people um they think you can kind of work work through a bad diet but uh, from my, from my own experience and like kind of my education that I've got so far, um, I, I found that you can't really outwork the fork. Like the fork is, is like the big, biggest portion of your training. Uh, I think that's where you're going to see the biggest gains. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, it's, it's, you've heard, I've seen some like, um, information graphics, you know, like, Hey, workouts are 30% meals or some percent or and this and that, like, and you can't really give a number because everyone's body is different. But for the vast majority of us, your meals out, if it was a pie chart, it would be bigger than your workouts. You know, you cannot outwork a, sh a shitty diet. It's just not possible. Not to mention in the long run, when you get older, you're going to pay the prices. Yeah. You, you just, you just are, you know, you see some old people and they're healthy and you're like, Oh man, they're running maybe marathons, or maybe not even just marathons, but you, you can, you've seen, we've all seen active old people. It's not because they're genetically built like freaks. No, it's because they took care of themselves and then now they're, they're seeing the rewards. And then when people who don't have their vitamins and minerals, you know, when you get old, you're, you're going to pay the prices. Yeah, I agree with that. It's, it's, it's uh, a lot of health issues that are, uh, you know, just speaking, I'm not pretending to be the medical professional, just like, kind of my observations and, and uh, things I've gone through and then talking with doctors and stuff like that, picking their brains on it. Um, most of the health issues that Americans have is from, from the diet. Like when it's kind of self-induced, a lot of it. It, it is a hundred percent. I mean, at this point I've, I've had to read hundreds and hundreds of pages of case studies for this homework assignment, this group project, uh, this exam, this and that. Um, and, and it is, it, it just is like, if you were to put all the top 10 killers of Americans and, and a lot of them put them together, which, which then would be the number one killer of the United States. It's exactly what you put in and or fail to put in your body day in and day out that you sooner or later pay the price. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. You know, so, so that being said, like when it comes to, to people new to diet and I know we've kind of covered this it's kind of like a, maybe a little redundant, but like, let's say I'm a newcomer. Uh, and I'm, I'm maybe a little overweight. What's some of the things that I should look for whenever I'm starting with my diet? Like, uh, what's, what's big pointers that you would have for people new to diet and, and they're going to change up their diet? Well, I would, I'm glad you asked this question because as the years go by of me being in this program, I think my, my answer would change a little by little because I'm, I'm learning more. I'm, 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 um, I'm giving you the information. I'm answering these questions based off what I know and how I feel and how I should translate this information. And then now, at uh, this point, I think what it is, it's not necessarily what you, what that you need to change is when you like eat or don't eat. What it is is that, because we have to take a lot of psychology classes as well, it's behavior changes. Um, a prime example is I need, we need to change the behavior, attack it at the root it would then translate to what does you do day in and day out? You know, instead of just saying, hey, lunch Monday through Friday, be healthy, but what about the rest of the meals as opposed to changing how you behave? And it can be 
eating too much or not eating enough. You know, like I'm, I have some clients for my nutrition class. I'm not allowed to talk about it, their names or anything, but examples are snacks being chips and cookies. And I have to ask you, like, you need to make a goal. Um, do you really want to lose weight? You do? Okay. Well, what are, if we go through your uh, 24 hour recall of what it is you eat and what it is you do, what in there are you willing to change realistically? You know, yeah. don't BS me and don't BS yourself. Like, what can you do? And let's say you say, instead of ha having chips and cookies for, for a snack, I will have hummus with uh, fruits, you know, or, 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 or vegetables. Um, and then I'll ask you, okay, that sounds like a, like a good, reasonable goal. And now to even be more specific, how many days are you willing to do it? Are you willing to do it every day? Or do you feel comfortable to start off with two? And, and it's okay if it's like, you know what, I'm just, I'm ready to do two. You do two days of that. And then we'll, you know, talk again two weeks later. How did it go? It went great. How did you feel about yourself? I felt, I felt great. I felt really good. Okay. Now do you think you're going to do five days a week? Yes, you are. Okay. We'll come back two weeks later. How do you feel? I've lost some weight. I've also started working out a little bit more. Like you said, um, I'm now I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it when I go eat a, a, a crappy snack that, you know, I feel it right away. I'm more in tune with my body. And next thing you know, it is time. It's not an overnight thing, but now your snacks aren't cookies and chips. And then, then, then maybe we can attack and it also maybe transfers over and spills to your meals. And, and, and you're like, you know what? Well, I like what I'm doing with my snacks. Maybe I'll do that also with my dinner and lunch. Um, and yeah. then you're changing their behavior as opposed to like, hey, no more cookies, cut it out. And then you're like, hey, no more cookies. You know, right. it's just, it, it takes time. It's not that easy because if it was easy, then we'd all look like supermodels and we don't. Right. But I think, I think that nails it. Like, you know, focus on the behaviors, cut out little by little, work, work it in gradually. And I think, you know, people will find what works for them and then, when they feel better, when they feel physically better, they're going to be less inclined to eat that junk. I know like whenever I'm on a clean diet for a long time and I go to eat some of the things that I eat whenever I'm routine and casual, like say, you know, I've, I've been prepping for a competition or something for a long time. I've been eating real good. Maybe I cut weight or, or something and then I, I compete and I go to have like a cheat meal. Like I, you know, sometimes I'll talk about my cheat meals and stuff and go to eat Whataburger and like drink a whiskey or something. I feel like shit. Like it's almost not worth it afterwards. Sometimes I'm like, like, I thought this was going to be great, but I feel just yeah. gross right now. Dude, I, no, I, I completely agree. You know, sometimes uh, when it would be like, let's say, like a cheat meal or a cheat day, I would have it. And then I'm like, I'm not really not feeling it. I'm just, it it, it doesn't do as like what I thought it used to do for me. Um, because I, think, I mean, I mean, just cooking in general and, and restaurants and, and, and it's changed so much that you can have a great healthy meal and it not be, you know, some greasy ass cheeseburger or pizza. Uh, one of my favorite places to go eat is this Peruvian place and they just season their meat super well. And if you've never had Peruvian food, their dishes are really small, um, like super small to where I eat it and I'm like, I'm full. Before like my, my cheat day would be like, I'm getting a whole medium or large pizza to myself. You know? Right. <laughs> so I kind of just wish I was like that how I am now I could have been like that years ago right
No, I feel you. Uh, that's something that hasn't been something I've always done. Um, you know, I kind of had to, uh, actually had some, uh, some health issues a couple of years back and it made me change my entire diet. Like, and it was all diet induced. Like, um, you know, I had some digestive health issues, had to change my whole diet, change my mood, changed, uh, changed my health. Um, things got better. Like my blood pressure was high. All these things were, were wonky. And, and now I got, uh, feel great, man. And, and I, uh, I definitely advocate diet to a lot of people and I advocate it to you guys. Even like you may say, I'm young, I can eat whatever I advocate that to you young. Cause it's going to matter. It's going to matter. Like you said, if you don't pay attention to it, it's going to catch up to you. And it did for me. And I had to change things uh, super quick and, uh, and I feel great. So, you know, I've been eating like this for years now and I would definitely push that on, you know, that's why I push it on these military prep guys. I really emphasize the diet and, and I'm glad to have you yep. on somebody who's even more educated on it. My next point on here was uh, to talk about kind of firearms training. Cause I know you're an instructor and stuff like that. So to someone like me or another combat veteran, what, what is kind of some areas of focus that you would give, uh, to guys like us who are transitioning from military mindset to civilian defense? Well, uh, I would say that one, um, your past experiences matter. Um, they, they give you an insight to what humans are capable of, you know, the type of uh, terrible stuff they're going to do to innocent people. Yeah. And I think, I believe it's our responsibility that now as we may not be law enforcement, but we should train ourselves that as a, that if something were to happen, we can uh, step in, um, you know, we, we can, you know, we protect these people. We not, we're not necessarily officers or anything like that, but if you're in an open carry or concealed carry place, um, you should train and continue training and not, and not just say, because I did this, this and that, I don't need to go train anymore. Um, no, you got to go find, you got to continue that training um, and go in there with an open mind, you know, and it's, it's hard to find, and I hate to say it, but it's the truth. It's hard sometimes to find a good company because sometimes you'll go and they're teaching, a prime example is a quick draw from the holster to go shoot and then quickly put the gun back. You know, like uh, that, that doesn't make sense. Like if, if you pulled out your, your firearm, it's because you're gonna kill somebody. And then if you were to shoot them, why would you quickly put it back to the holster? You don't know if there's other bad guys, not just in front of you, but to left and to the right. So you got to scan left and right. You stand behind you. You're taking out your firearm most likely because, you know, you got somebody. Um, and if you do shoot them, not just put your weapon back. You got to scan to the left and to the right of that. You know, if, is there anybody else? But when you scan, scan down your sights, don't just like do the, I'm just going to look. No, actually scan so you're ready, pull in, um, and then scan instead of just the left to right, but scan a little bit behind you. Everything's okay. Um, as opposed to some of these, I mean, it looks cool on Instagram. You know, the dude who pull real quick, should put it back into the holster? You're like, okay. I'm not sure what the purpose of that is, but it's fast. Good for you. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that, but... Um, one of the things we really emphasize is fitness. Um, because if you can shoot, um, you know, in, in a combat situation or, or, or even, you know, some of the law enforcement officers who've, who've been in these gunfights and, and maybe they've had to drag a buddy, fitness counts, fitness matters. And if you can shoot, but you can't move, then how good are you? Then how useful are you, you know? 
So some of these guys who are really great shots, what we do is at the end of the, every course, we run it through a, a stress course. I'm not sure if you've seen some of that footage. Same um, time, yeah. And, and then we make them shoot, nothing crazy, and then they start missing. And then, and then we tell them, we ask them, like, so what did you learn? You know, I, I learned I'm out of shape. I learned that once my heart rate goes up, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not that great of a shot. And these guys would outshoot us standing still. But you tell them just to move a little bit, and then now they're missing. Yeah. They're missing a lot. Um, and then the other way around, you know, if you, if you have guns and you're super fit, but then you have to go shoot and you miss, well, then, bro, what is the point of you having all this Gucci gear, uh, being super athletic, but your marksmanship sucks? You have to go train. Um, and it's, it's not one thing where um, I went to the ranch a couple of times. And then I'm calling it good. It's, it's, um, I believe it, you have to go out as much as you can. Obviously some can go more than other because of financials or job or whatever it is, you know, but if you're going to hold the firearm, um, I believe you should keep training. And then just because you're out of the military, I don't think you should all of a sudden be like some of those guys that who say, well, I'm out. So I don't have to do that anymore. I don't have to wake up, go run. I don't have to Dude, I'm not saying go wake up at wake up at five to go run, but I'm all I'm saying is that you still have to be physically fit, and you should be physically fit for your own health. For um, just in case you ever have to save some of your family members, most of us have kids, and maybe you got to carry a kid, maybe you got to carry your wife, maybe something like don't don't have that mindset of I did this, I went to war, so I don't need to go train anymore, or I don't have to wake up to go anymore. Because next thing you know, you're going to be an overweight dude with a lot of guns and you're going to be that greater shot and you're not going to be able to move uh, as well as you think you might just because years ago you did. Um, so that's what I like because I'm, I'm surrounded by SEALs. I'm surrounded by Rangers um, and they're all athletic. They're all, they can all shoot better than I can. And, the, and it makes me want to shoot because I've spent the last, you know, three years in, in academia you know, so I got to get back into the marksmanship and, 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 and me with my history, um, because I know better now, I don't think it would have been a good, an easy transition, but I stepped into it with open eyes and just willing to learn and be like, yeah, like Mike Pierce, you know, Jason, you know, whoever it is, give me your pointers, give me your advice, make me a better shooter. Um, and I'm getting there. Um, and, so, and for some of us, it might be hard. You know, because uh, call it ego or whatever, you know, pride and all that. Um, but just, just go to a shooting course. Uh, and some people might ask, which companies? Well, I haven't shot with all of them, but I I, I could I can recommend a Defense Strategies Group, who I work with. Um, Core Vision Training, I've trained with them. Um, Fieldcraft, and um, there used to be a Risen uh, Risen Warrior, but now they're a lineage. Um, group or the defense. I mean, um, so go with these companies and, and go try them out and, and go in there with an open eye and, and, and take what works for you and use that, you know, and there's, there's usually more than one way to do something. Um, yeah. What kind of courses would you recommend? Um, so most, most of us, um, if you're a veteran or not in the civilian world, we're not really walking around with rifles. You're, you're usually walking around with a pistol. So I would highly recommend going to a pistol course, going to a couple of pistol courses. Um, and then, you know, if you got to go to a fundamentals one, just go to a fundamentals one. 
get the basics right and then work your way up. And next thing you know, you'll be going to one of those courses where you're shooting from, from inside and outside a vehicle and you're running and you're doing that, but you're missing that. But, um, you know, if you got to start the basics, start at the basics, okay? Um, uh, don't worry, but you'll catch up. So I'll do that. And then if you can, sure, go to rifles, you know, but I, I just don't see, I don't think most people uh, could still carry a rifle. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, yeah, so how often, you know, speaking of ammo is super expensive right now. So like uh, kind of how would you recommend training Let's say, let's say normally first, and then during yeah. these times, like how often would you do range time? How often would you dry fire? That type of thing. Um, dry fire, if you can dry fire, seriously, like 10 minutes a day, which is nothing, but it adds up and it's harder to do than what we all think because none of us, most of us don't do it. We just don't do it. But you got to dry fire, man. Put, I like to put music on and I put a timer. And that timer, by the time I get going, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to dry fire or I'm going to pull from the, I'm going to, you know, um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go from concealed carry or whatever. I'm going to draw from this or that, or whatever it is, 15 minutes pass or 10 minutes pass. And then the timer goes off and I'm already in it. And then I reset the timer. Cause I'm like, you know what? I want to go another 15 minutes. Um, and then sometimes I listen to music and, and just doing that helps a lot because I feel it and I see it at the range, you know, and, and you can have blanks, you can work with that. But if, if range, I mean, if ammo is an issue, I would say quality shots. You know, you just have to go to the range and just dump a whole mag. You can just, you know, you got drills where you have two mags, one's full, one's empty, or one has one bullet. I mean, the other one's full, you shoot it. Next, you know, you have to reload. So then you do your reload, um, you do your scans, and then since you already have a round in the chamber, drop the full mag, put the empty mag back, and then the drill starts again. So then you'll work a shot, you'll work the reload, um, and then you do that. And if you do that slowly, next thing you know, you might have only gone to like 40, 50 rounds, but it's quality rounds as opposed to I'm going to load up a mag and just fucking dump. And then you're like, right, okay. But did you work the reload? Did you work the draw? Did you work your scans? Did you, you know? So right. quality, quality shots. And and it's funny because now that I do this, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that I'm spending less ammo at the range than I used to. And then if I were to be honest, I mean, back in the day, I would just load up mags and dump and, and maybe take some accurate shots, some car shots, but dump some more and dump here. And, but now it's, it's, it's more, more quality shots. Um, but luckily for me, to be honest, I really have to worry about ammo. <laughs> right. Yeah, you guys look like, it look like you're having a good time out there. Yeah, dude. Uh, do you have yeah, to pay yeah, for any yeah. of that ammo or I mean, is that it's all? Pricey. Yeah. Well, when it's courses, I don't, I don't, I don't have to pay. Um, but when it's like personal, I mean, of course I do. Um, but um, you know, I can't complain, man. I can't complain that the ammo's there, you know? Right. So yeah, I'm not, I don't know how it is. I got, I got a couple thousand in my house. I mean, so when, for my personal use, like let's say for the vehicle range that I invited people who don't have any pistols or ammo, uh, I had to buy a bunch of ammo and then they used a couple, couple thousand and, you know, I had to pay that. So that's when I did see like, wow, the prices really have gone up and, and, you know, that sucks. But hopefully, hopefully prices go down because I've never seen it so expensive. Yeah, 
yeah, it's pretty high. Uh, I hope so. Um, eventually it will, you know, eventually. Um, but I don't know how long it's going to be, you know? Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, I wanted to go ahead and, and thank you again for coming on. Uh, for you guys who don't know, Angel was, uh, had a big help in my warrior program. You guys should go check out the train like a ranger warrior program. Uh, Again, appreciate your expertise on that. Uh, do you have any closing statements for anybody? Um, I would say for for the people who who like what we're doing, um, who've been to the events, uh, if you know somebody, I mean, uh, reach out to them and and see hear it firsthand because uh, it really helps you know, word to mouth what what the company's been doing, what we're doing. Uh, we do have big, I have big plans for the company, um, you know, big plans. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, somebody, I'm being mentored by somebody who, who spent some time with her, Lee and Nike. And he's like, Hey man, you, you can make a million dollars a year, you know? So, so getting this help, um, means we get more funds and we can do more events. So if you're interested to come into any of these events, I mean, unfortunately they're only, they're all in California. Uh, maybe one day we start flying people out, but go and talk and don't just hear it from me because, um, you know, if you know of somebody who came to one of the events, reach out to them um, because we, we're, we're here. Um, a bunch of the people that I associate myself with, uh, you know, we, we mean what we say. And, and I mean, at this point, I think, I think you can't doubt it. Um, and people can't doubt it. And, and you got to be careful because there's some companies out there and I say it, but I got to say it. There are some companies out there who might be veteran run or they're civilian run and they say they help veterans and this and that, but they don't give a shit, you know? And unfortunately I've seen it. I've heard it. People who who've attended my events are like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. This is, you know, I've been to this or I've been to that, or I used to work with this and it's a lot of drama. It's a lot of this. I have to pay attention to it. Uh, I can, I like to focus on what I can affect and these events. Um, that's what I, that's what I'm doing. You know, um, yeah. I just, I could have just said a bunch of stuff coming from me, but I want people to hear it from other people. Um, you know, cause it's one thing to hear it from me, but if you, if you know this person on Instagram or that person or whatever, and you're like, Hey, what is he like? What are the company events like? What, what do you, you know, what do you see in firsthand? Uh, I, I just feel like he just means more. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are doing great things. And I, I'm going to drop uh, the links to all your stuff below this video. And, and thanks again, man, for coming on and, and for you guys listening. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys have a great day. Mm-hmm.